Okay, this is Inner City Press's podcast for today, November 12th, 2020, here in the Southern District of New York Courthouse. We've covered a lot of cases, but also there's been some decisions. Uh, some time ago, we requested the unsealing of the financial affidavits of David Correa. He's a co-defendant of Lev Parnas in that uh, case here. And he was seeking a publicly funded lawyer, and he put in things under seal, and we sought to get them unsealed. We have a similar one pending regarding Michael Avenatti and a few others. Well, today, Judge J. Paul Etkin of the Southern District of New York ruled that the affidavits must be unsealed in full within five business days, and he cited uh, inner city press's uh, filing, um, you know, noted it, took note of it, but also had some pretty robust reasoning. So we've t- now turned around that one, excellent, but we've turned around and, f- and uh, you know, raised that issue and the reasoning to um, the judge on the Michael Avenatti of uh, Stormy Daniels case, Judge Furman, uh, CCing, of course, Michael Avenatti's publicly funded federal defenders and the U.S. Attorney's Office. So we'll see whether whether um, these two defendants uh, and their filings are treated similarly, or in any event, treated similarly to lower income defendants in the magistrates' court, which I cover daily and where information is routinely released regarding those guys and gals in some instances. Meanwhile, at the United Nations, crazy enough, first of all, we just covered a uh, uh, votus interruptus, where they're trying to have e-voting. China opposes it. The Turkish uh, president of the General Assembly, uh, there was a vote, and China lost, but he put off the, the, the final vote to nail down e-voting. So he definitely knows who he's working for, just like Antonio Guterres. Meanwhile, uh, a bogus kangaroo court inside the United Nations called the UN Dispute Tribunal, they were having a hearing about sexual abuse, actually assault, and intercity press sought to cover it. It was a public proceeding, but we were barred from it. Now, lo and behold, we obtained and were provided with information from it, and we published it. Well, the UN Dispute Tribunal has said that if we don't destroy the evidence, they're going to bar us. Well, they've already barred us, number one. Number two, we don't destroy evidence. That's a crime. Number three, there's a freedom of the press. Number four, I want to emphasize this. We cover courts. We cover tribunals, and we cover them. We always follow the rules. But the UN is a lawless place. They, bl- they ban the press. They don't say what their rules are. And now they think that they can order the destruction of evidence about sexual abuse and harassment. This is typical of Antonio Guterres's reign. And that's why he must be denied a second term. There are groups out there, one's called One for Seven Billion, saying if he is available for a second term, available or not, he shouldn't get it. This is a man who has censored the press, promoted corruption, sold out to China, the U.N. is dying and can only be saved with the removal of Antonio Guterres and the restoration of intercity press to be continued.